Well, well, well. Another midnight, another mosey. But this isn't about me, it's about you. Welcome, friends and fiends. Ghouls and ghoulettes, ghosts, demons, angels, imps, vampires, werewolves, devils, gods, nightcrawlers, and nightmares. And more. All creatures welcome. Halloween draws nearer to us all. Autumn. How loved and adored you are. Isn't that odd? Technically, it's like a messenger for the cold, harsh winter. A little pre-winter. An omen, almost. And yet, people can't get enough of it. I don't blame them. Some things, some feelings, are just not that easy to explain. You don't need a reason to love it, though. Just as you don't need a reason to feel any other emotion, I suppose. It's just assumed that reason goes hand in hand with emotion. The reason I brought this up is because I want to talk a little bit about the dark. A common fear for anyone. Which is ironic when you think about how many people have been bullied for it. But there's the proof that you don't need reason to feel, emo feel emotion. People feel immense amounts of fear because there is no reason. The fact that reason isn't a factor is very scary for some people. I'm sure you've heard the saying, not afraid of the dark, but of what resides in it. My little brother made an excellent point on that recently. He said, some things that live in the dark live in the light too. And that got me thinking, because while he's not wrong, he can't be 100% right. Sure, the creatures of the night have to deal with daytime, but they don't attack during the day. And that's where the fears lie. Being harmed, being watched, stalked carefully by an unknown predator, not knowing what you do, run or fight. Can you even outrun it? What if you can't see it? Can you fight what you can't see? Can you even fight it before it lunges from the shadows? Maybe you're more afraid that it's all in your head. A threat created custom for you by you. Perhaps it knows all your weaknesses. If it knows all your strengths as well, and yet it still frightens you, then it seems it's already won. Hey, don't panic. You're not alone here, remember? And you didn't lose. It's not hunting you. It's afraid of you, too. Why do you think it watches before making a move? If it were actually more brave than you in any sense, it would have made a move by now. If you ask me, the creatures that reside in the dark and rely on it are the weakest kind. They don't want to face you. They're all thinking the same thing. How do they just walk through the night and day without fear of being seen? How do they stand so tall? How do they walk with such pride and confidence in each step? If I'm wrong, prove it to me. Show me an unknown creature of origin who's got the courage to attack you in both night and day. Then I will admit I'm wrong. Your fellow man is much scarier, but that doesn't mean you have to show them fear. Fear will always be a factor in your lives, in all of our lives. We don't have to run from it. I gotta be carried away back there. My pep talking side took over for a moment. Sorry about that. What you do with your life is your business. What you run from and what you fight are your own choices. And like they say, some days you gotta run to fight another day. My point was that if you're afraid of the dark, don't let it consume you. You're a lot stronger than you give yourself credit for. Before I get into another silly pep talk though, let's switch topics. I've heard some schools have a fall break, 
I never had that growing up. We only had summer and then the smaller winter one for around Christmas and the like. These colder month seasons at, at school were always the best. Personally, I hated school. Very glad I left or graduated. Have almost no good memories of it. But during these months, <laughs> it was even difficult for a grouch like me to be mad or upset. Maybe they put something in the air. Like a weird happy time spray or something that just permeates through and everyone who breathes it just automatically feels slightly better and is given more of a reason to fight on. I wouldn't even be angry if that were the case. Unless there were horrible side effects like growing an extra limb or organs or excessive hair loss, mental trauma, things that toy with your memory. You know what? I've changed my mind. I'm going to say it's not a thing at all and keep living blissfully. Not blindly. But I won't let myself be paranoid when I don't have any solid facts. Or anything supporting things that might be facts. Or not. I do suppose that knowledge itself is fickle at best. Since it's constantly being changed. The more we learn about something, the more we realize how wrong we were before. Or how uneducated and ignorant. Remember costume day at school? Those were fun. I remember sometime in elementary when they asked us individually one by one what our favorite candy was, and I was not ready for the question and had a complete brain pause. Candy? What's candy? I know what candy is. What's my favorite candy? Why is everyone looking at me? Is it my turn? Oh god, it's my turn. Candy. Okay. Right. My favorite candy is... Oh no. I've forgotten every single candy I've ever eaten. Brain. Please. We've been here for like two hours. We need to answer before they start asking more questions. Or worse, before we get skipped. Screw it, I'll copy some other kid. And in reality, it had been more like 10 agonizing seconds and I just hated the attention. So I went with that plan, copied the kid next to me and said, Sugar babies. The next day there was candy on our desks. It was whatever you said your favorite candy was. I cursed myself. Such a fool. I don't care about these sugar schlacks. I want something like a Milky Way. Or a Reese's. A three musketeers. And so I sat down and sadly ate my babies. And thanks to me saying that, I've just sympathized with a few cannibals completely by accident. Please don't eat your actual babies. I don't care if your ancestors might have done it. No excuses. I also want to rephrase something I mentioned earlier. When I said I completely hated and despised school, I definitely meant it. But I only meant that for grades 8 and up. Every grade before that was generally really fun, and I have fond memories of them. So elementary school and most of intermediate middle school gets a thumbs up from me. For 8th I went cyber. This was years before Zoom was a thing and way before any COVID business. I don't recommend it at all though. Almost totally ruined my GPA, and it's hard to take anything seriously. It's no wonder all the kids who had to do school online during the pandemic were so stressed and failing. If there's a hell designed for young minds, that is indeed it. Remember when teachers would give you a list of things you needed for the school year? Like a three ring binder? It has to be three ring or a spiral notebook. It'll fall out or fall apart if it's not spiral. Yeah, not a big fan of that. Like, look, teach, I know the school doesn't have the most fantastic budget, but come on, you're a school. Maybe, I don't know, set aside some dough for the supplies for your students. You know, the ones for whom the school was made for in the first place. 
I was in sixth grade once, and the English teacher, I think her name was Mrs. De Francesco or something like that, a larger, rounder woman with glasses, not attractive. If you imagined her attractive, don't. Add like 30 years to the image you made in your head. You're still attracted to that? Hey man, you do you. Anyways, it was like two weeks into the new school year, and I asked for one of her trillions of unused notebooks that she lined the outer areas of the class. And she was like, You still don't have a notebook? It's two weeks in. You shit. Wait, that's another Let me, let me, let me, let me, I'm trying to. <laughs> you still don't have a notebook? It's two weeks in. You should have one by now. This is unacceptable. You need to buy one and make sure it's spiral. They have plenty at uh, whatever the store was. Excuse you, miss. I just got into sixth grade. You think I have money to spend on notebooks? I don't even have money for lunch. I get free lunch, lady. It was just ridiculousness to me because she didn't even ask, like, tell your mom to get you a nope. She straight said it like it was my own fault that I was broke. Didn't even bother giving me one of hers, regardless of her surplus. Sorry, we're not all living the high life thanks to Shakespeare and the gang. We didn't read Shakespeare. That was just a bad example. But you get my point, I think. If you're a teacher, you shouldn't be sassing off at the mouth to any student you're there to teach. If they're learning, who cares about the right notebook and binder? If the kid doesn't want to learn, you gotta make them want to learn. If the kid can't focus, work with them. If the kid is actively trying to learn and isn't being a disturbance, Stop making problems out of nothing. Try and help. I know people say, like, say it a lot, but that's because it's true. Kids and students really are the future. So don't be a douche. Otherwise, all they're gonna remember is how big of a jerk you were and nothing else you taught. Case in point, that teacher I just talked about. I couldn't tell you a single thing she taught me or anything else that happened in her class. All I remember is that she was a wad. Kids aren't easy, I know. I have plenty of younger siblings who have proven that many times. But they're also not bags of mischief and deceit by default. They're made that way if taught and shown all the wrong things. They can grow up to be some pretty amazing people if the right people show them the right virtues and lessons. That goes for the students as well sometimes too. A lot of you know right from wrong. Don't ruin your own future for a few minutes of something you think might be funny. I promise you it's not that funny, and you won't be laughing so hard when it bites you in the rear down the road. Like this devious licks thing. Or maybe it's over now, but it, the fact that it was a thing and was getting so much attention is saddening. It's literally, or it was literally, theft. Somebody has to pay for that. You're actively ruining someone else's life for a few likes online. I don't really think it's that worth it, brother slash sister. I, hey, I don't like authority figures either, but sometimes they do have wisdom. Take it, it's free yet invaluable. Since we're sort of talking about childhood stuff, I'm gonna drift into childhood dreams. For some of us, they don't wear off. We still want those dreams and still try to make them come true, even if we've failed them before. I applaud those who have achieved those dreams. To be honest, I don't even know why they're called dreams. They're perfectly achievable in your real life. Maybe that's just a hint that the dreams we have are actually real on some degree. Maybe our dreams are even 
more real than me and you. Maybe not. I'm not a dream expert. My childhood dream is still sticking with me. In fact, I think it's only been upgrading itself over the years. It started out with wanting to travel. It's, I know, cliche. But it's the first childhood dream that I can remember. Then I changed it from traveling to exploring. Then it went from exploring to adventuring, and now it's a mixture of the three. I tried to be an adventurer once, when I was 20. I'm only 21 now, so it was just a few months ago, but it, <laughs> I was ill-prepared. My backpack was too heavy, and the bike I chose, which was supposed to be customed, like customized for my travels, was horribly made. A big thanks to Freedom City Bike Shop in Pleasantville for that one. It was also freezing cold, but honestly the cold wasn't the biggest pain. I was prepared for that. But I didn't give up. In the end, I did come back home, but that's just because I've learned more about it. Like, uh, about what I actually need now. Now I can try it again. But with more experience under my belt. I think a lot of people give up on their dream because they failed the first time. Or because someone told them they couldn't do it. Or that they shouldn't do it. Or, I know some people have, you know, like, a little voice in their heads that says, you can't do this, or look how you failed, you're just going to fail bigger next time, even though it's not true. If they would try it and see and find out, take those risks every now and again. Some people might even just be trying to look out for you, but you shouldn't let them keep you from your dream. If it's something that you really, really want to do and you know, that it's where all your motivation and happiness lie, then you should chase it. Grab it. Do it. Step out of your comfort zone. Maybe you have to give up something in exchange for it. It's not selfish. Some lucky few just know what they're living for, why they're alive. I'm not giving up on my dream either. I know I'll be an adventurer someday soon, as ridiculous as it sounds. And I know that it's not exactly the safest or most profitable path, but I don't care. And neither should you. If you can try it now, then try it. Try out your dream. If you fail it, good. Then you can try again and again until you, you know, gaining more and more experience until you got it. If your dream involves other people, then it's more than a dream. It's a wish. Making wishes come true isn't easy. In fact, it's almost always harder than making dreams come true much harder. But that shouldn't stop you. Especially if you're sharing that wish with others. Because then you've got a team to help support each other. And don't be afraid to break the mold or societal norms. Society likes to say all the time that you have to give back to it. Otherwise, you're no good or just plain lazy or a waste. I disagree completely. Society expects way too much from people. It's a hypocrite. It wants and wants and wants, but rarely ever gives. At least, it never gives for free. It wants for free, but it never gives for free. It's no wonder these newer generations are constantly stressed out and unhappy. If it means breaking tradition, then break it. If it means going against the grain, then do it. I have no idea if we only live once. But regardless, I do know that the you who's here and now is only here right now. Every day that passes by with you saying, I should have done that, or I really wish I would have, etc. Every day that goes by with you regretting not doing something is essentially a wasted one. Perhaps not entirely, depending on lady luck, but still a few moments, and those moments can build up into a lifetime if you're not careful. 
your goals and dreams and wishes are all worth much more than whatever your net worth could have ever been or will ever be. Unless your dream is to increase your net worth, which, hey, I don't judge. I won't pretend as if this applies to each and every situation out there. But maybe what I say next will clear it up a bit better. Always chase your dreams, wishes, and goals, but never chase your high. Another important thing to remember is that some of the people in our wishes have wishes and dreams of their own. Never impose yours on others. It's not their responsibility to fulfill your desires, just as it isn't your responsibility to fulfill theirs. Some of us have completely different paths. Some of us share paths. Some converge and split at different times. There's plenty of room for everyone. None of us has to hurt others to reach our goals. We don't have to be monsters to fight monsters. And we don't have to be human to show humanity. That last bit was for my extraterrestrial races out there. Which is another story we'll have to cover next time. That we've been getting weird radio signals from space. Rapid ones. I forget what number it stopped at. I didn't really open the article all the way. But imagine that... I'm sure you've imagined it already. Everyone has, at least once in their lifetime. Unless you were just born yesterday. In which case, do babies have imaginations? That's something I'll have to look up. They have to have imaginations, right? Maybe they're just imaginations they don't understand. Maybe we have imaginations we can't yet understand. Completely, at least. That's another thing. I think someone told me about when they were talking about dimensions up to the 10th dimension and that the 10th dimension is like the imaginary zone where everything that's imaginary is real which doesn't really make any sense to me but it's interesting to think about but I mean if everything that everyone imagines is real somewhere then how come none of it has gotten here or if some of that stuff has gotten here how come nothing catastrophic or uh, any amazing, super amazing, oh, I guess ca catastrophes have happened, and miracles have happened as well. But how come only some catastrophes come through, and only some miracles come through? Because I'm pretty sure every single person, well, not, I won't say every single person, but a majority of people on Earth have thought about horrible catastrophes that luckily never came true, or have... <coughs> Excuse me, I just got over a cold. Well, not exactly a cold, just a cough. A little bit is still residing. But uh, yeah, as I was saying. Uh, then how come wishes also don't always come true for everyone? How come it's only some that come true for some people and the same for catastrophes? I don't have those answers. I probably never will. I won't say that I, I won't say that I never will, I say probably never will because you can never tell what's going to happen. And besides, it's almost 2022 and a lot of unexpected things have been happening recently. I wonder what's going to happen next. New Year is close. I'm looking far too forward into the future when I don't need to be. There's plenty of things going on right here and now. 
plenty of things to pay attention to. Same goes for you. Pay attention. Stop looking towards the future constantly. It's not good for you. It's good to check out, remember your goals every now and again, but don't constantly be looking at it. Because then you're just going to fill yourself up with that high that I told you not to chase. This episode is just full of advice, I think. Is that what you can call it? Probably. At least a majority of it. And you didn't even ask for any. Free advice. Free of charge this time. <laughs> It'll always be free. My two cents. It is an interesting world. And I was supposed to do this sooner. Get the... I mean, this episode, but... Like I said, I was getting over quite the cough. I couldn't even... All those words I just said... All these words I'm saying now... I wasn't able to... I would not have been able to spout them all out, Spout them all off. Like I am now. And like I just had. But now that it's finally over... I can get back to what I love doing best. Which is these... Hearing my own voice in my head. Literally, though, since I'm not crazy enough to hear it without all the recording equipment. I don't wish to hear it without. But, oh yeah, no, that's terrifying. Well, I mean, unless, he's a cool, unless yourself is a cool guy or gal and just talks to you. Like, how was your more, well... Is that all? Is that also? I don't know. Can that be considered unhealthy? If you really do hear your own voice in your head, but it's not like your regular thinking voice, but like a disembodied voice, which is your own voice. But it's not telling you anything bad. Would you have to tell someone about that? Would you even want to tell someone about that? I guess you would, because it's exciting to tell people about stuff, but what they label, they'd probably label you as crazy for that, right? Maybe not, if you're not actually doing anything crazy. I don't know what the rules are for being labeled crazy. We already went over crazy, though, so we're not going to get back into that. And it's going to make me spiral into a weird rabbit hole of what's crazy and what's not crazy when everything is crazy technically speaking of crazy this isn't exactly on the same page but it's sort of near there when I said life is a joke I forget which episode that was but like I didn't mean it like oh life is a joke I meant like ah life is such a joke like a bad joke and I just saw a, I saw a saying a few weeks later I forget who said it but I definitely know that it went something like, <laughs> I definitely know that it went something like, yeah, wow. That it went something like, um, to those who think life is a comedy and to those who feel it's a tragedy. And I think that is, it's really, really close <laughs> because I've had people I've had to burn bridges with or people that have just I've crossed paths with, crossed paths with, and, uh, 
every time I say something along the lines of life's a, such a bad joke, they just disagree and say something along the lines of it's a tragedy. And I guess, you know, not everyone has to have the same thoughts. That's what makes us all unique and special in our own way. And then that brings up that argument of, well, if everyone's unique, then no one is unique. But I don't think that's true. Because that doesn't make any sense. You can have a set of pens, right? Then you'll have one pen that can shoot lasers. And one of the other pens... Um, let's see. One of the other pens... Uh, makes food when you click it five times. I don't know. Those are two unique pens. And just because they're unique doesn't mean that they're not unique because they obviously very much are. A pen that shoots lasers and a pen that makes food in five clicks, which is weird. I don't know why. I must be hungry. I don't feel hungry, but I must be. I must need a snack or something. So I might get out of here. I did just eat dinner not that long ago, but it is midnight after all, and you know what they say about midnight snacks. So, it might have been a short night, but it was a good one. Thank you for joining me. And hopefully next time, well, I, ha I hope to have an interview planned with the mayor of Titty City. Yes, I did say the mayor of Titty City. And you'll be surprised as to who that is. But that's for next time. Thanks for joining me, my midnight fiends, friends, ghouls. Ghoulettes, ghosts, demons, angels, imps, vampires, werewolves, devils, gods, nightcrawlers, and nightmares, and more. All creatures. Good night. Don't stay up too late. And don't let the darkness bite. <laughs>